This is episode six. Um, this is actually take two of our intro because our Google thought... My Google listened to me and started playing music. Like, the TV, it was awful. We literally thought someone else was in the house, <laughs> and we, like, went into full panic mode. Um, my name is James Reed. I'm Jesse Fraser, and the adrenaline is real right now. <laughs> it is real. Uh, <laughs> we're like, dang, someone's in our house. Who's going to... we got to get the, the uh, weapons and attack. Um <laughs> If you also hear, we have marbles in the background um, yes. and a special guest. My mailman. The mailman. So yeah. marbles and mailman might make a barking appearance like in the background. They have loud conversations. Yeah, they like to <laughs> bark at each other. Um, here at Theater Eaters, we like to eat, we drink, and we theatrically read theater reviews. And we invite you to do the same. What are you eating today? Today I am having water and some Scandinavian swimmers. Perfect. And I am doing a, I just had an almond croissant. Croissant. Mm, croissant. And then I'm doing a uh, nitro cold brew. Yeah. <laughs> nitro cold brew uh, with almond milk. Um, a quick shout out to my friend Eli. Uh, he also goes as Elijah Arzamendi, but he is the theme music, our theme song. He wrote our theme song along with his friend Michael Hughes. But just want to give thank a big you, shout thank out. You, thank you. Yes, thank you. If you guys uh, go look in the description, you guys can go listen to his music on Apple Music. Please do that. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> um, so each week we find and select a musical. We find entertaining reviews and we uh, add a little pizzazz to it. Yeah, our own take. Today's show is... <laughs> Les Mis. Do you hear the people sing? My brain sing immediately goes, song. look down. <laughs> I, look down, look okay. down. Oh, I really... I'm excited to do this show. Cool. And after we read some theater reviews, we're also going to challenge each other to another round of misheard lyrics. I think I'm going to do okay with this one. Misheard lyrics. I love this show. I love this show, but I don't know it 100% where I think I'm going to... Because even the misheard lyrics is kind of what I thought it was saying. There's one that I literally would sing it because I thought that's exactly what it was. And then I was like... Oh, that's not right. Oh, oops. Ooh, oops. <laughs> uh, so what do you know of Lamez? How are you connected? Well, um, actually, this month is our my 10-year anniversary from having stage managed Lamez. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I was a senior in high school. I'm very proud of that production. Mm-hmm. Shout out, SMHS boop, 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 boop. 2010 Les Mis. It's Rams, right? Go Rams. Go Rams. Yeah. Okay. Never been that person, but okay. we can edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's staying in. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I was the uh, stage manager for this show, so I know this show inside and out. Yeah? Yes. Every word. I know everything. (laughs) Well, a little uh, fact that I just found out is so the actual musical that Cameron McIntosh like Mm -hmm. created and took over and stuff like that. 
uh, was premiered in 1985. Yeah. This musical is as, as old as me. Whoa. I know, like... That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that was... <laughs> yeah. I guess it's been... Um, while it was playing on Broadway, it played for 6,680 performances. Uh, and it was the second longest show currently running at that time. But as of now, it is the sixth longest Broadway show. It's amazing. Yeah. I haven't... I wish I could have seen it on a professional stage on in New York, but uh, whenever I need to, I bust out the 10th anniversary and get my comb fix because I love that man. And Michael Ball's rendition of Empty Chairs, Empty mm. Tables will make me weep like a child. So, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the video concert that had... Uh, Sarah Bogus in it, and uh, is this the one with uh, the Jonas. Jonas brother? Yeah, you don't like that one? You didn't know? Okay, well, I wish just... you could see my face right yeah. now. <laughs> if, if you were to te- stuff 10 Scandinavian swimmers in your mouth and like l- kiss a lemon, that's the face that she's making. I just n- okay. no offense to the Joe Bros, but like, okay, like. Nick Jonas, I understand that you were in the show when you were a child. That's good, mm-hmm. Rosh. That's amazing. Yeah. But then you went Disney. Can't come back from that. Not only is Salong is technically two Disney princesses, and she was also in the production, yeah. but... No, you were not Marius. Okay. And it's not okay that they <laughs> backseated an amazing vocalist so that you could have a moment. Sorry. <laughs> so you've only seen the, your local production? I've seen a local production. I've seen, like lots of bootleg versions um and i've seen it in sacramento but i didn't get the chance to see it when i was in new york because i had other priorities i saw a tour of it in san francisco it was a while ago um, and i saw a couple different productions of it well sorry same tour production just saw a couple different times um and that's when my friend worked at the theater so after the show, we got to go on to the, on the barricade. No, the turntable. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah we cool couldn't go on. Still. Yeah, but it was so uh, amazing to see the because it's such a dark show and you don't really see the back wall. Mm-hmm. And in plain sight, like there's a lot of dead, fake dummies of bodies that get put on the barricades. They're literally just the these dummies are on the back wall staring at us the entire time, and so is like the chairs and tables. But we as audience members don't see it, and then they turn the lights on, and then like there was just all these. Oh, that's kind of scary. Yeah, it was like in, like they didn't even bother to cover them, but we don't see them. It's yeah. Well, that's the amazing thing about theater, and that's making me think about another show. Yeah, but, but we yeah. can't talk about that because yeah. we talk about it every episode. Yeah, <laughs> but I I love how Harry Potter, um, Sarah, it made it into this episode. Uh, being on the turntable, turning it on, and like just getting to spin on it, and but just seeing some of the magic. And the mailman My is... My mail's here. <laughs> we just got a letter. We just got a letter. Oh, my God. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. <clears throat> it's probably from the guy that used to live here before. He's got so many fast track tickets. Oh, my God. Yeah? Yeah, I feel bad. I like, don't know what to do. I have, like, You can return 10. to sender. Well, like, I put them back in the mailbox, but they, like, because of the way our mailbox is, because... Yeah. Yeah, I have a someone at my house, well, uh, the previous person that just gets all this mail, and it's always from the IRS. 
and I'm like, I write on there, and I does not live here, moved, and I've reached in contact to the post office, but nothing. Yeah, I just, just, I don't know if you're one of our listeners, you're probably not, because there's yeah. only 35 of you right now, but yeah. Yosef, you got to get that figured out. Yeah, Perry, come on. <laughs> Yosef, come, come on. on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else about Les Mis? Uh, the movie. Okay, let's talk about the mutant. <clears throat> I enjoyed uh, the movie as a whole. Like, I, I thought it was a pretty decent production. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. Beautiful. I, uh, close up, snot boogers. Yeah, I mean it's very. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, well, she got the Oscar. You snot for an Oscar. Yeah. Um, I. I have mixed feelings about the movie. I. I like Amanda Seyfried. I do. Mm-hmm. I just don't personally enjoy her. Take. voice with this type of music mm-hmm. where I find it fine in Mamma Mia it doesn't bother mm-hmm. me at all but she has a bleat and just for me Cosette just I don't know I just I grew up worshipping Judy Kuhn and I mean like Pocahontas is my fave it's mm-hmm. just so when I hear Cosette I hear this like beautiful clear coloratura and uh, Amanda just doesn't do that for me and I love Hugh Jackman. I thought he did really good. I love Hugh Jackman, but I'm like so partial to Colm. And I thought yeah. that Hugh Jackman is a fantastic singer, but I thought that his voice was too tinny to take on the role of mm-hmm. Jean Valjean where I needed just like a little bit more like heartiness. Yeah. That's my own personal opinion. I would rather watch the 10th anniversary than watch the movie. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Oh my God, but my man Aaron is in it. Aaron so. and Eddie Redmond. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, my so. boyfriend though. Yeah. Aaron. I was like down with both of them. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was a Samantha Barks mm-hmm. was in it too. I thought she did a really oh, good job. Oh yeah, that was like the best casting. Yeah, because I enjoyed her. You so. could tell which ones have played it professionally. Correct, and I think that was a very well produced, put together per movie that brought it to the masses and made theater yeah. musical theater aware. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. So I'm very grateful for Hugh Jackman for pushing this movie through for that reason, too. So we also have another connection to Les Mis, in a way. Do you remember Forbidden Broadway? Oh, of course. How could I forget? So uh, I directed a show called Forbidden Broadway, which spoofs a lot of musicals. And one of the musicals was Les Mis. And it had a melody. Medley, sorry. Yeah, medley. medley. Of, of different Les Mis songs. Yeah. I got to do the part of... I was cast as female number one. Mm-hmm. And I got to play the part of Eponine. No, of... Co- no, oh my God. My brain. I got to play the part of Fontaine. Yes. And uh, it was a lot of fun because it's SNL meets Les Mis. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, I, I had fun with... Uh, oh, Thomas. Yeah, but we... Because we, we, the turntable is very iconic, so uh, right. having you guys connected and pretending... Uh, shuffling. Yeah, shuffling along on stage like you were on a turntable, <laughs> and then it doesn't turn off, and you just keep rotating. And, and I just had that ridiculous wig on. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Honestly, I would... I would do that show again in a heartbeat. Oh, I, would, <laughs> I would love to do that show again, but like the volume two and find mm-hmm. new musicals and probably more updated things too, which oh, yeah, would be sure. fun to do. Well, if you ever want to, you know where I live. I don't know if they have a volume two. They should. I mean, they do, but I don't know if it's available for us yeah. to do. But 
Yes. Anyway. So, you ready to jump into yeah. some reviews? Sure. Do you want to go first? or I can go first. Okay. So my first review is from David. He gave it, oh, this is from Yelp, the UK production, and he gave it five stars. It has been my dream to go see Les Mis in London, and I'm glad that I finally had the opportunity to go. The show was excellent. The production values and the actors were all terrific. That's all I can really say. A couple things though. The seats are close together. It's tight. But it's fine. It is a lovely looking theater. Two, the common areas are crowded before the show, like sardine crowded. Don't let that those stop you from going to the show though. As I said, it was excellent. And for some savings, the TKTS booth in Leicester Le Square seems to have <laughs> discounted tickets. I don't know this UK, this London place. Um, I, and all you guys can like tweet at me and yell at me. Uh, the Leicester Square seems to have discount tickets for this show often. End of review. I just wanted a quick and honest review. He seemed to really enjoy the show. Great production value, and I thought it was hysterical because we've always talked about the experience, and it was the 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 two things were the experience that. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing how much the experience changes just the production yeah 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 all right so this is from erp and it is a one star yelp review okay i was really looking forward to les mis since i saw the original back in the 90s but unfortunately this show is a quick put together tourist ripoff just out to try to make a real quick buck the original broadway show as well as the recent movie, both strongly present Victor Hugo's work. The show is about pain, joy, suffering through the French Revolution. The emotions presented by the actors should have been big. The song should have been should have soared. In the show, it is as if the actors were afraid or too tired slash lazy with the two shows a day and five shows a week. That's um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry that you have to work this much and that you're showing that you're tired. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay. Did they say what production this was? No. Okay. To really go for it and have it come across. Anyway, the other really this part kind of makes me really mad. The other really distracting part is the insistence of casting actors for major roles, which are not, which do not fill the role in order to sell tickets in different demographics. That's that's how they wrote it, but that doesn't sound right. So they're saying they're mad because... They're... I'll tell you right now. They cast a black man as Anhara and a black woman as Eponine. Really? Multiple exclamation points. N no. No, I'm sorry. No. Like, absolutely not. Like, anyway. While the, both actors are fine, it just distracts from the overall presentation of the show. Would you cast an Asian as the wife of Muhammad Ali in a show? Of course not, but it will distract from the performance. Why cast a large black man as a Frenchman fighting in the French resistance? He has always been portrayed as a blonde Frenchman. Why force it to sell Why? Why force it to sell tickets to African Americans? Exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Come on. Why? Because they're just as talented as everybody else. There's also, no difference. Also, there are black people in France. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I, 
I mean, I get there's a story you have to tell, but it's a story you have to tell. It doesn't matter who's telling the story. <laughs> yeah. That made me so mad. I read, I, I had to, when I read it, my blood was boiling by that point because I was just like the ignorance. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Onward. I'm going to switch this up and I'm going to go with Leah, also from Yelp. Uh, her, the title of this one is Les Mis or Phantom. Leah reads. Les Mis is my favorite show ever. Phantom is clearly awesome, but Les Mis just does it for me. I cried the first time I saw it on Broadway in New York City. I've since seen it in London, multiple times in San Francisco, and even once in San Jose. What? <laughs> Hometown. Okay. I've even got the DVD of the Les Mis concert with the original Broadway cast in my queue on Blockbuster. Wow. Yeah, that's how old this review is. Or she lives in the one town with the one Blockbuster and flies to San Francisco. To see it, yeah. Okay. In quotations, I've already owned the video, but I thought I'd rent the DVD. Yes, I love it that much. <laughs> if you if you've not seen it and ever have the opportunity, do not hesitate and see Lay Miss. End of review. I appreciate her her passion for it, but it's almost turning me off from the show how much she's into it. Okay, but I also kind of got a little bit of your vibes in this review too. I mean, you don't own. I mean, cute it up on Blockbuster and stuff like that. I have a cute at Blockbuster. But. But. You do own. I do own the 10th anniversary because it's amazing and everyone should just listen to that version. Okay, Okay, Leah. Well. (laughs) Whatever. Okay, this is from Betty S. from Yelp, and this is the Camelot Theater in Oregon. I love Les Miserables. But I did not love Camelot's production. I'm not sure what they're thinking in casting it, but it's clear that there was a no talent in the talent. The four of us left at intermission. The show's saving grace was the actress who played Eponine, and despite the horrendous makeup, Monsieur Thenardier had some good moments. The rest of the cast either overacted, underacted, or just flat out couldn't sing. Don't even get me started on Fontaine. Yikes. The orchestra was constantly out of tune, and the piano synthesizer made the whole production sound like it was set to karaoke soundtracks. The theater is beautiful and the people working there are very nice, but these aspects were the best part of my evening. Uh, Well. It's community theater. It's community theater, yeah. And I mean, you got... I still think it would have been a good production. I mean, it may not be the national tour production level, but... I mean, the show is 100% voice, yeah. and it, it some hard singing. So yeah. if you can find a community theater production of this that like blows it out of the water in every character, mm-hmm. then send it my way. But yeah. otherwise... Or send like, to us yeah that way to go yeah or that way i want to go be a part of that but (laughs) yeah i just 
sometimes I feel people are too hard on community theater because they've seen like one professional show. And it's like, well, we're not that. We're doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I, I, I think the fact that they're just doing it and the, the work and the talent and the effort that it takes to put on a production like that. Yeah. Yeah. But Betty took some time to make sure everyone knew that this production of it was bad. Yeah. Thanks, Betty. Thanks, Thanks Betty. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read you a journey. Um, this is from Joseph S., uh, also from Yelp. Just it, when you think it's done, it's not. Okay. Okay. I attended the August 14th evening performance. Reasons to give this performance five stars. Music and lyrics never gets old and is the best thing about this musical. Not sure why Cameron McIntosh gets so much credit. With this story and music, you can't go wrong. Performance of the song Bring Him Home, sung by Nick Cartel as Jean Valjean. This was the most flawless rendition of this song I've ever heard. Reasons to give this performance four stars. Oh, this is a journey. The performance by Nick Cartel as Jean Valjean after the first 20 minutes. See below in my later review for the first 20 minutes. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so the reason you would give this one four stars is for his his performance after the first 20 minutes. The first. Oh, the first 20 minutes were rough. I guess we're going to learn later on while it was rough. Oh. Uh, other reasons to give it four stars. Chorus and solo one-liner parts were great. Many of the solo one-liners were more impressive than the lead parts and made you wonder why that person was not cast as a lead. Hmm. Reasons to give this performance three stars or less. The ending scene with Fantine and Eponine come as angels to take Jean Valjean away. Fantine and Eponine look like dark spooky ghosts instead of bright angels one would expect for this scene. It lacked any bit of heaven, which is what typically makes this scene so powerful. And the singing by Fontaine at this point was not as angelic as you would hope it to be. And I know you were on suspense about the first 20 minutes of Nick Cartel's performance. I really perform- am. Please get to it. Okay. Chomping. So reasons to give this performance three stars or less. Performance by Nick Cartel and Jean Valjean during the first 20 minutes, he came across as too young not someone who had spent 19 years in prison, and you couldn't understand a word he was speaking or singing. I'm not sure how or why that all changed after the first 20 minutes. It was not a mic volume issue because that was loud enough to hear every sniffle in his nose, but not the enunciation. Reasons to give this performance one star. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, I'm so confused by this person. Did they like it or not? Okay, give it to me. <laughs> Reasons to give this performance one star. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary and grotesque vulgarity. The crass and crass auditions. Specifically, the director added multiple grotesqueness instances where actors and actresses make over-the-top phallic references and motions with their hands. Rather than just relying on more subtle verbal references in the lyrics that would have been more in character. In one place, they had a little boy give Javert the middle finger for an extended moment. 
distracting and out of character. I don't think so. I think Gavroche would totally flip off Javert, but that's just me. Well, that's the end of the review. So we don't even find out what he would have given this. He gave it a five, four, three, two, one star. Well, in the actual thing, he gave it a one star. Like it was on Yelp as a one star review. Oh, but he took us on a journey. Like why he would have given this one? I don't. So I, I would. I'm trying to figure out where like they're making like the over the top phallic references and hand motions. The only place I could think of is during Master of the House or. The opening scene with all the girls, like the prostitutes. Well, like, yeah, maybe the lovely ladies. But other than that, I really can't think of. I mean, they wouldn't be like, look down, look down. As no. you're like phallically like yeah, with their like. <laughs> like A loaf of bread. Right? Yeah, no. Bring him home. Phallic penis going there. Yeah, I don't. I like, don't know. I don't. It's not that, I mean, it is a sexual show, but it's not like a sexual show. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm confused by your review. I just enjoyed the fact that he gave it one star, mm-hmm. but he was giving us reasons why he would have given it five stars, four stars, three stars. I just, yeah. All right. So and apparently if you are bad for the first 20 minutes, you lose a star. But to each his own. Yeah. I mean, let's see you get up there and play Jean Valjean. Right? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is a review by Spider Kitties Z. I'm really excited just for that. <laughs> it is a five-star review, and it's for Broadway by the Bay. Ooh. Yeah. Like the last reviewer, we have also seen Les Mis in larger theaters in SF and London, and we have heard the soundtrack by the original cast many, many times. But I can't get enough of how phenomenal this performance by Broadway by the Bay was. We were blown away. We have seen many productions with Broadway by the Bay, and there have been many great ones, but this by far was our favorite. Everything from singing and acting, the orchestra staging was superb. All the lead singers sang with amazing voices, and with their voices and beautiful music from the orchestra, the glorious music soared. I am also pleased to see that they continue to make more improvements to the theater itself. The new orchestra seats are great in terms of comfort and looks. The show is back on for two weeks until 322. Make sure to catch this Broadway quality production in right in our backyard. That's awesome. Yeah. It was funny because a lot that previous review where they were talking about like the lyrics need to soar and all this stuff, mm-hmm. this literally shows you what a community theater can do. It's capable of doing, exactly. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we being flown out to go see it in Broadway? And, I mean, granted, it's right there. Yeah, it's literally right there. I wonder when this was because there was a production of Les Mis I saw from Broadway by the Bay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it would... That was like years ago. I will... <clears throat> go back and check my sources and see what date it was, but I didn't write. Yeah, and the one down. I saw was pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. Their theater, um, but I have a feeling it was a previous production because the theater was an older theater, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of a lot of the uh, Sierra Rep. 
Okay. The Fallon House one, mm-hmm. where it was like a more tight, elongated theater. Yeah. So, it, unless it's the same location, they just have newer seats. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to see a production of Broadway by the Bay yet. Ooh. So. They did a really good one of uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Mm-hmm. They, they, they do some really good, good stuff. stuff. Good stuff. We'll have yeah. to get one in time. Well... Good reviews, mysterious re- random reviews. I mean, they're just all over the place. I think Les Mis is definitely one of those dividing shows. It's like either you love it or you hate it because it's so much singing and it's so much drama. Well, I think it's a tourist attraction just alone in itself. Mm-hmm. You, it's such a well-known show when you don't know what to see, but you want to see something in London or on Broadway, and it's there. It's kind of like, well, oh, well I heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, we need to go to that one. So I think that that's what that is. Yeah. I, I, I'm always impressed by productions of Les Mis because they're such huge ensembles. Mm-hmm. So. Well, why don't we take a five-minute break as you attack the microphone. Sorry. And we'll bring on the barricades. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get ready for act two. Look down, look down, and uh, get ready for another look round of misheard lyrics. Yeah. Okay. See you uh, in five. See you in five. Thank you, five. Take five. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rotating around right now as the barricades are turning on stage. I'm getting quite dizzy. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just imagine if it spun super fast? Oh, my gosh. I just was on the teacups last week, and I thought I was going to die. Can we talk about that for a second before we get in? Yeah. So where were we last week? I mean, if you follow us on social media, you saw pictures. Yes. But. We were in the happiest place on earth. Yes. Yes. We went to Disneyland. It was so much fun. So much fun. What was one of your favorite highlights? My favorite highlights is probably taking my daughter to the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Just because yeah. she's three and a half. So she's 100% into that princess game. Mm-hmm. So I've had an Elsa living with me for the past seven days now it's then. i came here and she had was in the same outfit i saw her leave disneyland in so <laughs> yeah. i'm assuming it just stayed on her the entire time uh, she's a silly goose um she will take it off to go to bed mm-hmm. but she'll put on her elsa nightgown to go to bed and then she'll wake up and actually this week it was really funny she, we i woke up i go in her room i open the door and she's already fully dressed to go to school she as got elsa her, no, she got herself, she was wearing an Elsa shirt, okay. but okay. she knows she's not allowed to wear costumes to school as soon as she gets, so yeah, she got herself dressed for school, like what three-year-old does that, but um, as soon as we get home, it's like, she drops trow, runs to her room, puts on her Elsa costume, she's there. She's like ready. full garb, regalia and everything, boots, hair, braided, everything, and then we'll reenact the whole movie for me, it's quite amazing. <laughs> I would say I had two moments. Um, the first one was watching her discover her rides, like which ride she liked. Um, She's an adrenaline junkie. She is an adrenaline, and I think her favorite one because she keeps saying roller coaster, but that has to be Big Thunder. Yeah, she like Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah. yeah, and just watching her experience this as a young child with all the adults and just the excitement on her face was hilarious yeah because we would go on like the story time rides and she would just sit there deadpan like okay this is cool like hi ariel it's good to see you 
But as soon as we went on like a roller coaster, like the Cars ride, she was so bored with the Cars ride at the beginning because it's like the story time. But then they get to the race at the end. She's like, yes! The whole time. Screaming, just like, like, it's hilarious. The other thing was, uh, this was Tyler's Mm -hmm. first time to... Disneyland since he was like five, five, yeah. And so while you guys were on cars, I took him up to the AP lounge. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling him like some of the cool hidden little gems. And there was this secret drink on the menu up at the AP lounge called the Nutmeg. And it's based after one of the Disney cats that just roam around. And this cat Nutmeg tends to roam around the top of this terrace where the AP lounge is. And so the bartender was explaining to us what this drink was and who makes an appearance at that time and comes and like nuzzles against our leg, nutmeg. Aww. And it was like, this is so random, but so cool. And like, just watch him like kind of realize the magic of this place was yeah, really cool. That was probably one of the coolest things too. Like seeing him um, finally be fully immersed into something. Cause like we've, he's been to theme parks. Like he grew up going to magic mountain yeah. and six flags and things like that. So that's his idea of what Disneyland was going to be. So to see him walk into like the new Star Wars, wow. and this is my Galaxy's first time walking awesome. to Galaxy's Edge, yeah, and having that full immersion and not realizing mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I'm in the middle of Anaheim. Yeah, why seeing that light go on in his eyes was pretty cool. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, we were both exhausted because we did Disneyland with a three year old while I'm pregnant, but yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, I ate my weight in corn dogs. Yeah, I was like, I, I drank and I ate and I'm good. Yeah, I had my Viking moment with my turkey leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for misheard lyrics? Yes. Okay. So, Rochambeau to see who's going to go first. Okay. Ready? And two, one, two, three. Okay. Yay. We figured it out, but paper wins. Paper wins. We're so bad at that. (laughs) Okay. My first one, I'm going to start a little easy. It is Nasty Little House. It's Master of the House. Nasty Little House. (laughs) (laughs) Quick to catch your eye. (laughs) Yes, Master of the House. Okay. I just enjoyed that. It was a good little giggle. All right, this one is from One Day More. Nip it in the butt. That's the one. That's what I really, that was the one I was telling you about. I, that's what I totally, we will nip it in the butt. And I <laughs> thought that that's what it was the entire time. And I was, every time that comes on, I just giggle a little bit inside. Cause I was like, why would you want to nip it in the butt? Like we're going to like wrap. So I, the misheard lyric is butt, but the correct one is bud. Bud. Yeah. Bud. Like a flower you, bud. Yeah. Oh, I literally. <laughs> Till this day, I will still hear nip it in the butt. (laughs) Just cut it off. Coming on you with some scissors. (laughs) Okay. Before they laminate your eyes. What song is it? Well, I'm going to start with... Before they laminate your eyes. I have no idea. Next clue. Okay, the song is Look Down. Oh, don't look them in the eyes? No. Oh. I don't know the... The... I think it's before they laminate your eyes. I think that's the tempo of air, like, where I don't know this show as well. Before 
is correct. The rest of it is incorrect. So. It sounds like before the barricades arrived. That's exactly it. Okay, then it's, it's not the job. It's before they laminate your eyes. Before the barricades arise. That's yeah, it. That's, that's the that's the melody. Okay, right there. no, it's not look down. <laughs> it's it says it was. Look- it's look down the reprise. Yeah, okay, so it's when these uh, town people. Yeah, okay. Song, I'm, this is where I don't know that show. Okay. hundred <laughs> percent. I still think it's nip it in the butt. It can be, it can be. It is. Right, this was also from One Day More, and it's really not that hard, but. <laughs> And yet with you, my world has farted. <laughs> and yet with you, my world has parted. Right? Started. Started. <laughs> Something arted. <laughs> I think it's farted. <laughs> the yet, world farted. 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 And yet with you, my world has farted. My world has farted. Okay, so this is my last one. Okay. As... For the squirrels who run the show. As for the squirrels who run the show. Is this from Little People? It says it's from Look Down. It could be Look Down Reprise. Okay. I will say the last part, who run the show, is correct. So as for the squirrels who run the show. So who runs this show? Girls. <laughs> they run the world. They run the world. Yes. I wish I can help you out. I don't know the rest of this melody. I wish I knew who, whose line it was that would help. But Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Just tell me. Where are the swells who run the show? Oh, Okay, yeah, this is Alan Horov and um, what's his name? Marius. Marius, yeah. They're having a conversation, yeah. I do know that part, but I did not recognize that line. That's a very obscure one. That was that one. Yeah, the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm still, every time, they're going to still nip it in the butt. (laughs) My world will continue to fart. As we nip it in the butt. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, well, you definitely conquered that round. Yeah, I did better than the last couple of shows. I did horrible. It's okay, because uh, I still mishear the lyric every single time. <laughs> Anyways. Be you, man. <laughs> yeah. So, we want to make sure that you can find us on social media. You can search for us at Theater Eaters on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. <laughs> You can also visit our website at www.theatereaters.com. You can listen to us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you want to listen to us. We're on multiple platforms now, so make sure you find us. Uh, Please go and subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. It really helps us out, and it helps other people locate and find us. Yes, please do. And tune in next week for more food, more drinks, and definitely more theatrical reviews. As we fart it. <laughs> no, we don't fart. Okay. I'm a lady. Oh, you're a lady. Okay, and let's I cue toot. the... Oh, you toot. <laughs> let's turn this uh, turntable on and we'll rotate around and... Bye. Bye.
信。